to the Husker CusCast Sports Show. I'm your host, Patrick, and with me are my cohort, co-host cousins, Justin and Derek. We are recording this episode on March 8th, 2017. So the dumpster fire has blazed one last time, or fizzled out, depending on your point of view, with Nebraska losing in overtime to Penn State this afternoon. But the even bigger news, inexplicably, probably by some sort of human sacrifice, Tim Miles is returning next season. But tonight, we're all Negan, or we're all Eichhorst. And with that, Justin Eichhorst, should Miles stay or should he go? And if he stays, will it be trouble? And if he goes, will it be double? <laughs> did you just throw out a Negan reference from Walking Dead? I did a lot more than that. Oh, well, I got one reference at least. <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing my age with the other one, but yeah, go ahead, Mr. Eichhorst. Yes, you know what, guys? I had to almost like redo all of my notes because I didn't think, uh, well, I I knew we wouldn't win this game, but I thought Tim Miles, I thought his job was gone. I thought it was done and I was kind of hoping for it. And my question to you guys when this happened was, would you have more faith in Tim Miles returning next year or... More faith in Eichhorst replacing him. For, for me, uh, I would say I would say more faith in replacing him. I, I think well, Miles has already used up all his nine lives. Go ahead, Derek. Well, you know, I I've always kind of stuck up for Tim Miles here the last couple of weeks, and you're a softy. That's what it is. I, I am. I am. I, I kind of like Tim Miles, but. After looking at some of these stats that I've written that written down, Tim Miles needs to go. Mm-hmm. And and don't 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 take Icor saying that his job is safe as anything too personal because I believe he did pretty much the same thing when he right before he fired Bo Pelini. <laughs> and and so I, I don't know if his job's necessarily completely safe next year still. It's starting to look that way, but we'll see what happens. But the one question that always pops up to me is, so if you fire Tim Miles, who are you going to replace him with? Who indeed? And I and I came up, I came up with a few names that I think could be possible replacements. And uh, number one, I think that would be on Sean Eichhorst's list would be Wayne Tinkle. He's out of Oregon State. He only makes nine hundred thousand a year. He went five and twenty-six this year with a forty-one and fifty-three record overall. But you know how we love to go after these Oregon State guys. Oh, jeez. And the last name so, like Tinkle, that's you know, just kidding. Butthead just kidding. Can't resist yeah. that one. <laughs> so, so, but I, but I did come up with some some actual names here. Uh, Archie Miller. He's 38, coaches Dayton, only makes 693000 a year. They went 24-6 and six this year. His overall record's 139-60. and 60. I think that would be a, a good get. I, I, it's hard to imagine us getting him, but it would be cool to see something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Dooley out of Florida Gulf Coast. He only makes 260000 but he went 26-7 and seven this year and 91-45 and 45 overall since he's been at Gulf Coast. Okay. Another another good get, I think. Exciting uh, club too. He could bring a lot well, of excitement to Nebraska with that and, kind of basketball. And possibly my number one guy to go after, just because I want to call this. I want to be able to talk about this guy. 
Kermit Davis out of Middle Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, how great Someday would that be? We'll cool? Hey, let's talk about Kermit. Mm-hmm. But he's been at Middle Tennessee for a lot of years, but he only makes 467000 And his record this year is 27-4, and four, and his overall record is 303-178. and 178. But if I have one guy I would really like to see us go after, it would be Mark Few. And he's out of Gonzaga, but he makes $1.3 million. That's a tough get. But, I mean, they're 32-1 and one this year, and – yeah, yeah. They're going to the and four hundred ninety eight and one twelve over. <laughs> I'm pretty. I sure mean, he, and he's had a season. really successful career there at Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. It, but I think we could offer him the money to make it intriguing. Maybe. Why not? I think we can afford it. And what do we have to lose? Yeah, I, I don't know who the right guy is for the job. All I know is I know who isn't the right guy, and I think I still think that Tim Miles isn't the right guy for the job. Uh, all these guys that you threw out there, you know, there's some okay names out there, but. They're all from the uh, lesser conferences. I'd rather to see from somebody from a major conference that plays game in well, and game out a, a tough schedule. Look at Gonzaga; they got mm-hmm. root. They were, you know, they were uh, knocked down so big because they lost one single game, one single game, and they're like, "Oh well, they're they're not number one." You know, drop them down to four or whatever. They're not going to get any respectability because they play a weak uh, competition. They'll, they'll play like seven tough games all year long. Yeah, but well, you, so they're you, racking that up. You you talk about that, but I mean, there's no big coach that we're going to get. We're not going to get a Calipari or a Coach K or Rick Pitino or a Joe uh, uh, Be- Behind Be- Behind Behind Behind. But you're talking you about you're talking about the absolute elite. But th- I think there's a lot of other good coaches out there that you can get. I mean, you're right. We have so much money that we can offer, so we can go get these guys. And maybe, maybe the guys that you mentioned, maybe they are the right guy. But I wouldn't limit myself just to these, uh, the uh, the group of five conferences, or what? What do they call these guys? The uh, this, the lesser conferences in basketball. What do they? Call I, them? I I don't know, I, I but don't, they're, they're not the power I, five I, conferences, you know. I, I, I don't see us get. I don't see us getting anything much better than that, though. Not, not that quality. I mean, I'm just we, saying I wouldn't restrict. But wouldn't you say? But wouldn't you say that we have the facilities, we have the arena, we have the fan base, we have a lot of talent coming back next well, year? Don't you think that that's a sweet enough pot that it could be able yeah. to true, get true. some coach to gravitate toward Lincoln? True, but let's not forget we're not going to pay a basketball coach more than we're paying a football coach. So we're a little limited here on what we're going to spend on money. Well, Tim Miles is already – he gets paid pretty damn good in all of college basketball. There's like over 340 Division One A teams out there in, that play basketball. And he's like probably top 30 if not top – or he's top 40 if not top 30. A lot of schools, they don't release their salaries. But he is up there. And we've had this conversation. You're right. You're right. We've had this conversation before, you know, that it doesn't matter for Nebraska because we've never been good. But – Patrick, you, you mentioned it a little bit earlier when you said that we have the facilities, we got the fan base and the yeah. arena and all that stuff. And I think we owe it to that the fan base, especially the season ticket holders, to put a good product out on the court because they're the ones that are filling up those seats week in, week out. And, you know, we're still, even even with a mediocre season, this not a, a terrible season this year, we were still putting asses in the seats. So the fan oh, yeah, base totally. there. So. Yeah, and so they deserve a better product. And they're well, you're right, Justin. Ju- 
Justin, you're absolutely right. And Tim Miles, he's making $2.1 million a year. And his record in Nebraska is 75 and 85. And we've made the tournament one time. And let's not forget the only tournament game that he played that we've played in, he got kicked out of. All right. So I think we <laughs> yeah, have he's to, never finished a tournament game. <laughs> we have to we have to we have to accept the reality that he is the coach next year. Given that, what does he have to do to get his seat, you know, get his behind off of the hot seat, you know, out of Mustafar, off of Mortar, whatever you want to call it, away from the fire, basically. How does he do that next season? Well, obviously he has to win some games. He needs to get into the tournament and he needs to win a game in the tournament. Uh, I, I I truly think that he has to win a game right now. It, it's just, you can't, well, for one, you know, Dirk, you said he had one game, he made uh, the tournament once. I mean, let's think about this even further. He's only had one winning season at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That's even worse. Only one winning season, four losing seasons. That's not going to cut it. You better put, you better get some wins in that win column, Tim. Go ahead, Derek. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right, Justin. And, and this was the year to do it. I, I Next year, I don't know what the Big Ten will bring as far as basketball goes. But this year, the Big Ten's been down in basketball. We only have, depending on which pool you look at, two to three guys ranked in the top 25. And that's Purdue, Wisconsin, and Maryland's ranked in one of the polls, not the other. Yeah. I mean, the Big Ten's down this year, and we still we still only went what was it six and twelve in in, in Big Ten play. Yeah, that's not yeah. acceptable. Yeah, there, and, and there's no reason we should have got beat down the way we did today. I mean, we played some absolute pathetic basketball for probably 37 minutes. We had three good minutes towards the end of the game, where you know I was like, hey, I started to believe believe in them. I was like, Everyone oh my god, was. they're gonna get this. I mean, yeah. you took them into overtime, but you know how yeah. overtime and miles just don't mix. So. Oh, it was it was so frustrating. Even even up until you know, uh, within three minutes left or whatever it was before we started making our move to tie it up. Yeah, I mean it was so frustrating watching them. They'd turn the ball over and they'd just make s- the stupidest mistakes. And the tur- I mean it was same just, old story, was, right? And then Ty yeah, Webster got fouled bad. out, so they yeah. lost their senior leadership. Yeah, and no one's and no one, I mean no one's you know stood up to the occasion. That, that foul on Ty Webster at the end was a BS Questionable. I, Questionable. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. It was bad. It was – It was. they're going to be – No, I'm not going to blame they're, the they're game. Gonna I'm not going to blame the yeah. game on Ty Webster foul or not. But I'm, sure tw- I'm sure Twitter feed is just you filled with stuff right now. But I'm, I'm so ready to go to my happy place right now. The happy place is football. Spring football just started. We, had two, we have two practices in the books. And I think we have some things to talk about as far as that's concerned, particularly with a Bob Diaco and just how he just brings this energy. Did you guys see that video that they that they posted and just how he got that? I mean, it was a thing of beauty to watch that. Derek, what do you think? Oh, I, I, I watched the same video and man, this guy is just, oh, he's exciting to watch. Sure I, I love watching this guy coach. And, you know, I, I seen a, I watched the Adam Carrigal Chronicles today, and he brought up the fact that the, the fire that this guy has reminds him of McBride. God forbid, Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini? No, all Bo right. Pelini. He says the way he was right. running all over the field was the same way that Bo Pelini was as a defensive coordinator when he was playing. And, he, you know, he said that the, 
the way that he is so intense and yelling at players, but yet has all the respect of the players reminds him so much of Bo Pelini. And, you know, I, Bo Pelini was a good defensive coordinator. He may not have been a good head coach, yeah, but he was yeah. a good defensive coordinator. He was he was definitely a good defensive and, mind for a time. So if we if we have if we if, Justin, if we have a good defensive mind like him, I, I'm all for it. Let's get let's get the, I'm ready to start the season. Justin, did it not fill you with glee to see how he is emphasizing going after the ball, attack the ball, seek the ball? I can see a return to some sort of like hardcore gang tackling this season from the defense. I can't wait. Yeah, I hope so. When he's running around, I don't know if this is a great comparison or not, but at least when I first saw that, the initial response or the initial thought I had kind of reminded me of Will Muschamp. You know, when he was defensive coordinator, you know, I saw him, you know, a lot of uh, the Texas and the same fire and he's going out there headbutting. The guy's bleeding all over the place on the sideline from headbutts. But he has the same fire. They have they both have the same fire. And uh, you know, equally I guess Muschamp wasn't a very good head coach. But a great <laughs> coordinator. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great to see and I think that's going he's gonna relate well to those uh, the young guys on the football program because he's He's getting down in there, and you don't want the old guy to beat you in anything, in a wind sprint or whatever. If that yeah, old guy is doing yeah. it, you know. Hey, well, you, you know, after after watching that practice, if, if he beats you in a wind sprint, you're probably running a lot this week. <laughs> you're probably running a lot yeah. of laps. He said, it, hey, <laughs> he sent the second team back to the sidelines because they didn't rush awesome. onto the field fast enough. That was awesome. Yeah. This guy Act is. Like you want to be out there. This Act guy. Like you want to be out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm loving this guy's attitude. I, I'm well, impressed. Well, it, it's refreshing because we talked about this a little bit earlier. You know, when Mark Banker had those comments about their practices must be bloodbaths, right? And, uh, you know, I guess that kind of implied that our practices weren't bloodbaths. Yeah, well, I think with yeah. Diaco, you're going to get that bloodbath mentality. It's going to be very physical, very demanding. Yeah. And, and, and the guy has a great sense of humor. Like, uh, one of the anecdotes was, was that, he basically batted a ball out of a player's hand and ran to the end zone. But I also think that there's a hidden layer there that, you know, expect the unexpected with this guy. Always be on your toes because, you know, we could go through a regular drill, do the regular thing, and then I'll throw a surprise at you and you better be prepared. You better be on your toes, you know, and prepared for that. So, yeah, I'm – Well, yeah. Well, and and the other thing about it is is – with the players, you know, I never heard him say anything good or bad about Mark Banker. I mean, there was never like this, like Diaco, man. These guys are just loving this guy. Yeah. They yeah. feel they feel every bit that he is part of the team as the rest of them. And if he's got that much energy, I think that's great. It's the youth factor, right? I mean, it's someone that's old enough to have some experience, but young enough to be excited to get their energy up, and that's the key. I mean, you've got Bob Elliott. He's certainly got a lot more experience, but he doesn't have that leadership thing. I mean, you know, Elliott's like the Hudson to Diaco's Goliath, you know, the old guy giving the advice to the young leader, but letting the young leader do the leading because that's who the players gravitate towards. And speaking of good players and good future, we've got a QB battle with uh, Tanner Lee and um, Patrick O'Brien 
which is very tight, very interesting, and they're ahead of schedule. According to, from what I gathered from the post-conference uh, uh, discussion from uh, Riley, he basically said that the only thing that's separating them is just Tanner Lee's got a better arm, but they've got progressions down. They've got, you know, they, they do their they, they do their reads and everything. I mean, this is, they, they're familiar with this kind of terminology. It gets you excited, doesn't it, Justin? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love this, uh, the quarterback competition. It's it's going to be fun to watch in the coming weeks and especially in the spring game. Even when we see the three and four guys out there, uh, Bunch and uh, Gebbia out there, it's just it's going to be really fun. I, I, w- I wish I could see practice. You know, There's some guys out there that have the luxury of watching practice. I wish we could, but. Hey, are are we considered media? Can I get a media pass to go watch practices? You have to have credentials and (laughs) probably got to win a Pulitzer at some point. So, so hold on before, before we go on from this, uh, you know, I, I have to be honest, I'll root for either one of them, but as far as who I'm rooting for to win this competition, I'm rooting for Patrick O'Brien. Yes. This kid just excites me. I just got to stick this kid excites me. I, I, I'm hoping he wins. If he doesn't, hey, Tanner Lee, I hope you're the guy. I, I'll root for him, too. But I think it's pretty impressive that USA Today is coming out with a uh, top 10 quarterback battle list. And Nebraska was like number four on that list. That's huge. That is huge. Justin, do you have any favorites in this uh, in this thing? Who are you I throwing? truly don't. I mean... I fully expect that it's going to be Tanner Lee that wins it. So that's where I'm headed. I'm not rooting for either guy. I think, you know, we'll probably, well, I'll say it like this. I think we'll probably be in better hands with Tanner Lee, just given his experience factor. But if the coaching staff sees Patrick O'Brien as the starter, then I'm not going to say no. I mean, I haven't seen either one. So, I mean, it's, I'm yeah, I don't care. I, the, the main reason I root for Patrick O'Brien, there's nothing personal about the whole thing. I just think it would be great to know that we have a four-year starter. That's a good point. If we can, if if he does all four, which you know I'm assuming he will. Yeah, go ahead. Tommy Armstrong was a four-year starter. Taylor Martinez was a four-year starter. I mean, sometimes you start. Guys well, too hold on, no. T- T- Taylor Martinez was a three-year starter because he was hurt all of his senior year. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But, Went out with a whimper. But I I guess, you know, I like the uh, leadership aspect that uh, Tanner and experience. I I think that just gives him. Um, And then uh, what about the Husker captains? It's interesting that they've got like a a big list of captains this year. Uh, Derek, do you have any information regarding that? Well, the captains, I, I don't think they're captains as far as football games go. They came up with a list of 11 captains to lead the way on the field and off the field. And these 11 captains picked teams to separate themselves. And at the end of, or at the beginning of fall, I shouldn't say the end, of, I was going to say the end of spring, but at the beginning of fall, there is a prize for the winning team. Now, they haven't said what this prize is going to be, but. I thought it was interesting. I think it's a good way to get people to work hard. They got they got them get extra points for community service, going to class, uh, even going to like uh, study halls. 
All right, I don't want to get but, all Aquinas on this or anything, but this sounds really Pavlovian. You're basically re- you're giving the dog the bone if they perform their tricks correctly. I mean, shouldn't the good deed be reward enough? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I do good deeds all the time. I don't ever get rewarded, so well, yeah, why shouldn't they? So do I. You know, it's not fair. Where's my reward, Justin? What about you? I didn't know about what you guys were talking about. Actually. Well, I'm just saying that it should be enough for them to do the right thing, and yeah, that should be it. Because I, yeah, the, good things come to those who do good things, I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> who are these? Great philosophy. That's a wonderful That's what I want to know. Who are these loving guys that got the uh, this captainship or whatever you want to call it? I, how did this little nugget of knowledge slip by me? I don't know. I don't if know. you don't know, that's fine. I'll look it up. I I, I had the names written down, or not written down, but I read the names the other day, and I. I right, sorry, for they probably there was only one guy. There was only one guy I didn't. There was only one guy I didn't know his name in the glorified walk-on. <laughs> yeah, the guy who represents the hardworking Nebraska kid, and um, it uh, kind of off-topic, but it is kind of football-oriented, and we did have a couple Huskers go into the NFL Combine and fail horribly. Uh, namely, uh, uh, namely, uh, uh, and Carter and Nate Gary, but hopefully they have a chance to bounce back in the, uh, Husker pro, uh, day. Uh, but I guess, uh, Fournette showed up out of weight, out, out of shape at the, uh, NFL combine. Is that true? I hadn't heard that. He damn sure ran the fastest, uh, 40 yard dash for a guy that his size. I thought he Turned out pretty damn good. I thought it was all muscle. I didn't know it was. I've never heard anyone say he was out of shape. Huh. And then the other one was Christian McCaffrey. I guess he got a lot of Mc, McCaffrey got a lot of McLovin because uh, he was just setting records all over the place. Well, he he had the he had the best shuttle, I guess. Um, and then he also had a sixty yard. Uh, he was the 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 number one in the sixty yard uh, uh, dash. So um, it just seems to me like that. Uh, he's almost getting like a Mir Abdullah kind of like numbers uh, for the combine, which bodes well for him. So hopefully he'll see a lot of playing time on the field. I hope so. I mean, I think he got robbed of the Heisman Trophy a couple of years ago. He's a great athlete. He's a, he's an all-around awesome football player. I mean, whether you wanted him to be running the ball or receiving the ball or returner, he can do it all. He's all and, purpose. He reminds me of Danny Woodhead in a lot of ways. Because he's well, white. Well, Let's not let's not forget that his dad was an all-purpose kind of guy. I yeah, mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, the apple don't fall far from the tree, right? I mean, yeah. so maybe the of course he's going to do good. Up. I would hope. Yeah, yeah, he's great. All right, and with that, that'll probably wrap it up for us here at the Cuzcast. Can, yeah, can we ahead. talk about baseball real quick? Yeah, because baseball. Ahead, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we you know we just uh, come off of two wins. Actually, we got three in a row right now. Yeah, good and, streak. Uh, and we yeah, got a homestand, so that's yeah, great. it's great. We're we're five and six right now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we were kind of hard on the the uh, baseball team in the beginning, but if you really look at who we played uh, outside of Northern Colorado, every single ta- team that we have played is they're either ranked or they have votes in somebody's ranking. Yeah, I mean Oregon State, you know they're between which ranking you want to look at, they're four or five. Uh, Arizona six or eleven, Arkansas twenty six or thirty, 
and everybody else, they have votes in the top 25. So we've played a really difficult schedule away from Nebraska. We're going on the road, playing these great teams. And for the most, I mean, yeah, we got killed a couple of times, but for the most part, we played pretty, we were com- competitive, right? Well, there's method to the madness here because Erstad wow. always seems to have these ranked teams early on to season up his team so that they're ready for the big-time competition coming up in conference play. Real quick, go ahead, Derek. Well, you know, these last couple games, it's nice to see that we finally got the bats going. I mean, yes. we before yesterday, before yesterday's game, we were one of 21 Division One teams to not have a home run. Now we did get a home run yesterday, yeah, and we Scott did win Harper. twelve. We did, we did win twelve to two today. Although I will, I will put a little note in there that Northern Colorado's six errors probably helped us win that game a little bit too. They were, they were, yeah, they were uh, uncharacteristically bad. So that maybe probably had some sort of a factor. Uh, so hopefully we can keep it going, and you know. Get a winning record out of this homestand. Eight games. Let's make them count. Do That'll it. do it for us here. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just said let's do it. So, cool. Let's do it, baby. Home, baby. All right. And that will do it for us here at the CuzCast. For this International Women's Day, I want to give a shout-out to the women's tennis team for being a very unexpected and pleasant surprise with an undefeated record of 14-0. and 0. Now, I've checked out the scores in their matches, Husker fans, and I've run across a lot of love being posted, as in for love and seven love and this is all below the radar so i can see a disney film in the future here so sisters doing it for themselves and making the university of nebraska at lincoln very proud indeed also justin do you have news about our shameless promotion slash march madness contest oh my god i thought you would forget yeah uh we are going to do a tournament pick em. On Yahoo, it is the Yahoo Tourney Pick'em, I guess that's what it's called. Okay. Uh, it's going to be public, so make your picks. The group name is Husker Cuzcast. We'll get that out there on the Twitter page and on the Facebook page. If you can't remember Husker Cuzcast, go there and find out more information. And uh, get logged in and see if you guys can beat the Cousins. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw a koozie in there for anybody who, anybody who finishes below me. Oh... Uh... For gauntlet. anybody that finishes below a, you, a gauntlet has I'll, been thrown. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get dead last in this thing. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> you can interact with us on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and don't forget to follow us on Podbean. You can find us on Player FM, and we're also available on iTunes. So don't forget to like us and write a review. Help us get lots of likes and lots of ratings. Leave us comments, suggestions, topics for future episodes. So we will see you all next week, and until then, be excellent to each other, and go Big Red! Go Big Red!